Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Conair is spreading love and celebrating women, not just on International Women's Day, but every day with Conair Girl Bomb. Girl Bomb is their new line of powerful hair removal tools made just for us. Yeah. Whether it's the silky smooth skin or the empowering confidence boost you get, Conair Girl Bomb is here to amp up those positive vibes with some self care. So, to all the beautiful women out there, keep shining, keep being you. And treat yourself to some Conair Girl Bomb magic. You deserve it. Available at Walgreens. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Good morning, everybody. It is Tuesday morning. Sunshine today. Highs in the upper 70s and mid-90s inland. We have a second date update we're getting into today. We have a morning hack later this hour. They say eating more of this will reduce your chances of getting a sunburn this summer. I'll tell you what that is. Wow. Eating more of this reduces your chance of getting a sunburn this summer. Did I tell you I was at the beach? And you know, sometimes you'll leave your flip-flops on the beach and you'll take a walk. And you think, oh, maybe I should cover them up or maybe I shouldn't leave them. Someone might take them. Then you say, no, no one's going to take my Who's going to steal your flip-flops? Who's going to steal your thong flip-flops? Someone took my reef thong flip-flops. I, I was gone not, not 25 minutes, and they were all by themselves. They were not with other oh. people's parked flip-flops. But someone literally, I mean, these I've had for years. That's someone such a took, bummer. So your foot's like molded into them. They're comfy to you. Not only molded, the discoloration in some parts where your foot uh, lies in, that yeah. digs into it. And I assume an individual, maybe a group. <laughs> Are you sure they didn't get washed away? No, they were far away from the water. Maybe it's a blessing in disguise. (laughs) How is a theft a blessing in disguise? Because now maybe you can get some new ones that aren't discolored. But it's not about that. It's about, guys, we're at the beach. I know. You don't steal someone's flip-flops. But it could have been a mistake. Sometimes you just put your feet into someone else's shoes. No, you you do not mistake a pair of black dong flip-flops. These are like four years old. And they're very comfortable. Maybe you need some new ones. Michael's got some reefs too. And I... This is not about new ones. They're so nasty. And I'm (laughs) like... But we love them. We sink into our reefs. I've bought like slides and different flip-flops. He continues to wear those reefs. Right, because they feel good. After a while, you break them in. It even has a bottle cap opener on the bottom, which makes no sense to me. Ew. Like, oh, I didn't know that. like why? Maybe that's why they were stolen. <laughs> you need a bottle opener on the bottom of your shoe. This isn't about getting new flops. This is about the thought that someone or some people took used flip flops from the beach. You know what? Maybe they needed them more than you. But guys, come on. No, but at that's the, the beach. That's the negative side of it. Look at try and look at the positive. Now you get a brand new. Sh- 
pair of flip flops. Well, and you help someone get a cozy a pair. See, I didn't think of it like someone needed them. I Maybe looked at it like someone just them. took them because the sand was hot. Yeah. Well, that's well, and then you help them out. <laughs> you had to suffer in the meantime. But you know when something's taken from you and it's like your thing you've had for a long time and you just <laughs> stop in your tracks and say, really? Yeah, it's a bummer. You know, I think we should plan another, maybe end of summer, get together, barbecue, like we did just before Wango Tango for all of us and our others. Yes. Right? Let's do it. I hosted the first one. Who's going to host the next one? I can host it if you yeah, want. Yeah, we Are can. We? Yeah. Okay. Well, where would we do it? At Robbie's or yours, honey? Robbie's. I have an apartment. <laughs> she just no, like nominated I, him for his yeah. house. I, I would say, wait, can you just nominate Robbie's house? <laughs> yeah, because I basically live there. Have you moved all of your things in? No, but I have like more of my things there now, I think. Wow. like, Are you slowly yeah, doing yeah, yeah. it? Does he know you're doing it? You're just like, no, bring. it's not even that I'm intentionally doing it. I'll just like, I pack my bag in my apartment. I'll bring it over, but I don't bring stuff back home. So it just kind of starts accumulating. And that's unintentional? Completely unintentional? You don't even know? Yeah. And like when we went on vacation, we came back from vacation. I unpacked my bag at his place. So now I have more underwear there than I do at my house. Man, your little apartment. Poor thing. Just left alone. When is the lease up? It's my, I'm month to month. Oh, she's just mm-hmm. waiting for the invite, Ryan. She's, <laughs> she's got it all set. She's Optimum, just, maximum flexibility. She's waiting for that invite. <laughs> and what is it? So your month to month, what's the notification 30 window? days. Yeah. 30? So yeah, I'd have to let them know. What month is it? July. And you don't want to extend for six months just to have the security of your own place? She doesn't need the security. No, I also, but I, I don't have to do that. They Does can't he just know give, your month to month? They can't give my apartment away if, unless Does I say- Does he know your month to month? Yeah. So, Cindy, the plot thickens. It totally thickens, and Wait. this is all just, you're just sitting there. Whose U-Haul is that out there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Outside I mean, that window. She has it on speed dial. Wait, first of all, standby? you guys, I have been month to month for a long time. I've been in my apartment for four years. And I signed a year lease. So after that year, I've been month to month for the last three years. That's crazy. So could they come to you and say, we're raising your rent. Otherwise, they have, get out. They have once, but oh. they raised it very little. I was like, Actually, she's kind of hoping they do. <laughs> right? Oh, got to move. Where should up? I move to, Robbie? Oh, oh. Okay. So well, maybe I'll just bring my stuff and put it in your garage for now. I didn't realize I have so much stuff here. <laughs> I've not been bringing this stuff back to my apartment. It's all here. <laughs> I have so much more there. underwear at his house than your no, own. Wait, no, that statement not... right there says a lot. Yeah. Let's just harp on Robbie. What about Michael wanting to join a band? What's going on with your husband? Oh my gosh. Well, this is one of those moments where I think as a wife, you never really think it's going to happen. But then he came home one day and was just like, so oh. I think I joined a band. And I was like, what? I think I joined a band. He doesn't yeah, know for no, sure. No, he did. He is now. But is it, was like, it was a lot of back and forth with. Um, one of my girlfriends from high school, who I love dearly, so if all the people for him to join a band with, the fact that it's her husband, it kind of makes it a little bit more fun. And then some other guys. So these guys are firefighters in El Segundo. And so they work hard, you know, four or five days on a shift, and then they have a few days off. And so he's really trying to, like, form this band. And he remembered doing karaoke with Michael and I, like, many years ago and remembering that Michael can sing. And so they asked him to join the band. And oh, they, Michael got a call to join God. the band? He got a call to join their band. And, and they excited. had their first meeting last week. It was like the first night, like we had to get a babysitter because I had a work thing. And he was like, well, this was the night that I was going to meet with the boys for the band. And I was like, oh, oh my God, here we go. <laughs> no. Wait, so what's the band's name? Do they have a name yet? No name yet. No name yet. Right now there's like, there's app. It's an app that they all upload their beats to and like oh. their lyrics and like. 
contribute and it, edit. This, is this a midlife crisis for Michael? Right I now? don't is think it's midlife because he's so young. But yeah, it's like Quarterly. you know. No, I don't think so because I feel like Michael, like I, you know what I realize? Michael has a, a serious job, and I think that he obviously, like, I think he needs a creative outlet. No, and a thousand is, percent. Yeah, yeah, he's got a serious job like we do. We all need creative outlets, you know. We're right. lucky that our job is creative. <laughs> yeah, like the fact that you we get to creative? use our creative side of our brain for our jobs. What, what, when is the last time we created something? We create something. We're doing it right this second. No, but create art. Like he's creating art. This is. He's start, I feel like this is artistic. People say, "How do you do what we do?" Yeah, I could never turn that? on a no microphone. My sister, for example, she's like, "I could never do what well, you do." Like, how do you well, think about what my you say? Sister hasn't said that. Said that. Maybe she thinks she can do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, keep me posted on this because right? if Michael's joining a band and gigging around the South Bay, we need to give tickets away. Thousand percent. And I want to know the name of the band and what those meetings are like. When's the next meeting? When, when they rented a space, so that night they went to North Hollywood, and you can rent studios. Oh, he's going to be working all night. Oh yeah, they went God. there for four hours, and they like they. He's going to be coming home stuff. at four in the morning after being in the studio with the boys, creating their magic. <laughs> I'll be like, "There's the baby. Go change your diaper." Uh, it was just Elvis Duran, right? And oh. on iHeartRadio, and they do horoscopes, right? Mm-hmm. And they started with Capricorn. And they said, my day is going to be a six. And I was like, well, that ruins my day. Like, yeah, that's a bummer. Ruins my day. No, six is above average. Uh, no, 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 but no, it's like Other average. people, Leos were like nines. Mm-hmm. So I'm already starting my day at a six thinking this day's over. So now I'm not in horoscopes. And you did not need to have that poison in your brain to start right, your day. That's a, but, but if it's a nine, you're psyched. You're like, oh, I love horoscopes. Oh, I know. Anyway, I have a quote of the day coming up. Hopefully this will strike you as a good thing here in a second. Uh... Let's see. Did you know that certain foods contain, this is your morning hack, natural sunblock, a compound that is a natural sunblock? Ooh, can I guess? Sure. Coconut. Nope. Oh. Mm. Pineapple? No, salsa. Salsa. Oh. One cup of tomatoes daily cuts sunburn risk in half. Salsa tomato sauce. Maybe because it's red. I don't know. I Remember didn't go you deeper. used to eat <laughs> yeah. tomato for breakfast like every day, Tanya? Yes. <laughs> Somehow that slips my mind. Yeah, you see tomato and eggs. <laughs> she would have like a full tomato and like <laughs> cut it into pieces. Like an apple. Like, what are you doing? Uh, Someone tell me this is healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Today's quote, stop thinking about everything so much. You're breaking your own heart. On air with Ryan Seacrest. You should keep this number handy. You can text us. Anything we're talking about, anything going on, you can text into the studio at 41027. We set this up. 41027. I'm looking at the screen of texts coming in right now. Please play Break My Soul by Beyonce. Uh, Let's see. A couple other requests for Harry Styles. So 41027. Matter of fact, Harry Styles, let's see. I I don't know your name, though. Put your name on the end of these texts. All I see is your phone numbers. So sign with your name so I can call you by name. But... um, one of the numbers in texting. I don't want to give it on the air. I'm going to play your Harry Styles in a second. Sissney has the headlines. Kiss FM headlines with Sissney. Well, this is major news. The FDA will consider an application for the first birth control pill to be sold without a prescription. The application from uh, HRA Pharma would seek to make O-Pill, an everyday prescription-only hormonal contraceptive, uh, first approved back in 1973, and that's the one that they would be available over the counter. The United Nations said it expects the world's population to reach 
1.8 billion by November 15th of this year. It projects that India will replace China as the world's most populous nation next year. The report released yesterday on World Population Day said that global population growth actually fell 1% in 2020, but it's growing at its slowest rate since 1950. According to the latest UN projections, the world's population could grow to be around 8.5 billion by 2030, 9.7 billion by 2050, and peak at 10.4 billion during the 2080s. That's just kind of wild to think about that far out. MLB announced that Bad Bunny will be part of the softball all-star game this Saturday, July 16th at Dodger Stadium right here in L.A. The MGM Rewards Celebrity Softball Game will also feature Quavo, Rob Lowe, Jojo Siwa, and many, many more. It's going to kick off around 2 p.m. and uh, culminate on Saturday with a performance by Inglewood native Becky G. That is going to be a lot of fun. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Good morning. Sunshine highs in the upper 70s, and it's hot inland in the 90s. The second date update, which is minutes away. We're going to do this again. So they met at a movie theater, and he was working. She was there with friends. They flirted, exchanged numbers, and went out for what he calls the best first date he's ever had. Have you ever flirted with somebody at a restaurant or a hotel or while they're working and end up going out with them? Uh, yes, yes, and yes. Me too. I feel like in Costa Rica one time, yes. Mm-hmm. I remember I met someone working at a hotel, and we ended up going out. Cute. No story. And <laughs> uh, a story. Uh, but yeah, that's interesting. When they're on the job, and you're there sort of for fun, yeah, and you connect, exchange numbers, and then you go out in the wild. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all great, except now he's saying he's being ghosted by her. So that's second date update in a second. Now, I you're talking about food delivery. This food delivery app had a big glitch last week. What happened? Yeah, a very popular delivery app. I don't want to name names. So if you know, you know. But basically, the glitch allowed users to check out without an authorized form of payment. So, yes, free food or free anything. because it's, Anything you order. Because it's not, you know, some of these delivery apps, it's like, uh, yeah, it's mainly food, but you can also order things from convenience stores. But and, it, isn't your card on file? So it doesn't matter if it was on file or not. And like you could go in there and create a brand new account if you wanted to at this point. Because it went viral on Twitter and that's when people started taking advantage of it. Oh, uh, they jumped on. They jumped right. on. All these restaurants were getting crazy orders. Like it was like, I guess business was booming essentially for these restaurants. But by the time the app realized what was going on, the damage was done. It was too late to go back. So these things actually did get delivered to people. And there was some crazy, the normal stuff. A lot of people did fast food, whatever. But a lot of people ordered like $275 worth of Plan B or really high-end tequila bottles or, you know, They stuff. were going for the high-value yes. items. High-value, essentially uh, stealing. But then they had a rude awakening when they woke up the next morning and the company, the yeah, did end up charging them after the fact. <laughs> well, not a rude awakening, karma. Uh, karma, Exactly. And so I could never do something like this because, yes, at the end of the day, it's like your info, your address is there. So they will find you. I don't understand like how you thought you were going to get away with it. Some people did, though. I think the low ticket items, they were like, forget it. You know, over the weekend, I got excited and mm-hmm. I ordered some ice cream for delivery. And I was all beside what kind? myself. I ordered a vegan honeycomb. Oh, yeah. Brownie. Yeah. Scooby-Doo. And then I ordered a, a <laughs> strawberry sherbet sumac. <laughs> Anyway, I, I got all excited because I was like, you know, don't do it, do it, just do it. And I did uh-huh. it. And then you're kind of like, oh, and then they said it'll be in 10 minutes. And I was like, that's impossible. 
So now I'm excited. I'm like waiting for the door and mm-hmm. getting my spoon and my bowl out. And it's a big celebration. Go back to the big, big deal, right? All the anticipation is part of the journey. Mm-hmm. I go back to my app and the delivery person canceled it. Can't, uh, it's the oh. worst. Canceled my ice cream. That's the worst. So now I'm thinking, right, like, what did I do or what happened? They didn't like the order. They didn't like the route. What, like, It why? happens they, a lot. But they confirmed it was going to be there in a few minutes. And all of a sudden I go back to check and it's not even coming. So now I'm thinking, is the universe telling me don't, you don't you should not be having this? I mean, or do I double down yeah, you order and order again? Somewhere else. What'd you do? I doubled down and ordered it again. Yeah, dang right. I said, I'll show you. You dropped my <laughs> ice cream order. I'm going to go for another one. And then it came. And then it came. But then, you you know, I ate it right out of the cartons. And then you're sick. Right? And then you're beating yourself up for doing it. I so actually, thank you to that person that canceled the delivery. I should have listened to you. <laughs> All right. It is Ryan Seacrest. It is Sissini, Tanya. And now it is time for a second date update. Steve reaching out. In Monrovia. Now listen to this. And if you're dating, you got to hear it. If you're not, be glad. <laughs> what? No, not be glad. No, if you're no, not he's right. in dealing with all of this tragic drama trying to meet somebody, then be grateful. Like, mm-hmm. Sisney does not, she's got a lot of other things to do, but she does not have to waste time off her, her life dealing with dud dates right yeah, i know but you learn so much about yourself in these dud dates like you have a whole journey of self-discovery through it yeah but we don't have those journeys yeah and if you're with we somebody be grateful that you're with them and not having to deal with this right all right listen you and your wellness camp over there tanya listen <laughs> there's a there's a <laughs> steve says they met at a movie theater he says i worked there and she was there with a bunch of friends seeing elvis we were totally watching each other in the lobby then i made sure to be there when she came out so he positioned himself that's so cute. upon exit he's there we started talking while her friends waited i got her number we went out it was the best date i've ever had but i must have blown it somehow because she's not responding to me this is heartbreaking in a way mm. steve thanks for coming on steve we appreciate it. what is your job at the movie theater what do you do uh, I kind of do uh, pretty much everything, uh, but on that day, I happen to be behind the counter working concessions. Well, that's great that you position yourself to see her on the way out. Now, you say this was the best first date you've ever had. Why did you feel that way? Uh, well, we went to we went to Morovia Falls, and you know, normally it's like really packed there, but when we were there, it was pretty much empty. There was no one around, um, and so I kissed her there. Um, a, gr- a group showed up and they, they, so we started out, uh, started heading out of there. It and, was just, um, yeah, it, it was great to kiss her in that moment. It was such a beautiful romantic place. We had it all to ourselves. And, and so did you feel like the kiss went swimmingly? Uh, yeah, I think so. I, I mean, I thought it was great. Now you're saying she's not responding to you. And in your email, you say you must've blown it. Can you think of any potential moment that something went wrong? No, I don't think so. That's the thing. I thought it all went great. Huh. So it was like a hike, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. This is the thing. Now, Tony, I know that you consider this part of the journey, but this is the thing. The guy goes on what he thinks is his best first date ever, ever, and she doesn't even respond. Did she go to the Rocky Mountains by chance? The Rocky Mountains? There's no cell service up there. <laughs> Steve, did she go to the Rocky Mountains? <laughs> I mean, maybe. I don't. I doubt it. She never mentioned it. This is what All happened right. with Zoe Deschanel and Jonathan Scott. 
So this is what happened with Zoe Deschanel and Jonathan mm. Scott, one of the property brothers. Long story, Steve. Anyway, so Steve writes in us and says, met Erica where I was working. I was working in the movie theater. We meet. We exchange numbers. We go out. They go to the Monrovia Falls. Mm-hmm. What do you see on the website? It's beautiful. It's, I'm not on the website. I'm just like Google Images, but it's just like oh. waterfalls and hiking trails. And it just, it's so cute. And the fact that it's right here in Monrovia. So he says it was his best first date ever. They kiss there, mm-hmm. and then they go home, and now he's trying to like get her to go out again, and she's not replying to his text. Something's up. Something happened on that hike. So he Right. So did you talk about something? Did something come up? He's saying uh, he must have blown it, but he doesn't know where or how. So, Steve, we are in the second date update. Here's how it works. I have her, Erica, on the phone. I'm going to put you on one line. Be very quiet while we talk to her and find out what happened, okay? Sounds great. Thanks. All right, here we go. Hi, Erica. Thanks for holding on. It's Ryan Seacrest and Sissy and Tanya. Your voice is on the radio. How you doing? Hi, Erica. Good morning. I'm good. How are you? We're doing super great. Thank you, Erica. We are calling about a gentleman named Steve. You met at the Elvis movie? Yes. And you guys went out on a date? I did, yes. I Tell me your impressions of Steve. Um, uh, Steve was great. I just you know, in all honesty, he just moved really, really quickly for me. Oh. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you mean? Well, like, we went on a first date. Um, did, do you guys obviously know, like, how we met and everything? Yes. We have some background. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, I, I met him while he was at work, and, um, you know, so I guess maybe that helps kind of keep him, like, more in the professional zone. But then we went on a first date on this hike, and even on the first date, I mean, I'm all for like, you know, I'm not, I'm not a prude. If you want to kiss on the first date, like that's cool, whatever. Um, that wasn't even a big deal. So he did, he did kiss me on the first date, but then on date number one, he tells me he's falling for me. Okay. Maybe he was talking about the water. <laughs> oh, I mean, not too that on. So that turned you off. That frightened you a little bit. To be able to I mean, hear him say that like, so fast, I get it. I don't know. It's I thought like that it's would be lot. romantic, and I, unless you're not feeling him, are you, are you not feeling him? I mean, I maybe would have been, but that was just like way too much too soon. I I, I don't know. It just felt too much. Too soon, uh, I, the, I think we've all been in both scenarios here, where you feel it and you say it, and the other person's like, "Me too," or you feel it and you say it, and the other person's like, "Erica." Where they're like, Did too you say I'm much falling in love with you, no, no, or falling like for you. For that's you. different. I think and that's falling for you is so but different either, than falling in love. Either one, I don't either think one it's is that too much. Bad. And you're right, Ryan. Like, I, I didn't want to say that back. I just to make him feel comfortable. That's not how I was feeling it. I barely no, know no, the guy. There's got to be a but. See, there's a better way to say it. Like, uh, I think I might. What? If they, I don't know. There's. I would say that. Haven't you ever been on a date? Yeah, where you're like, no. Play that out, please. Keep going. Have you ever been on a date where you're like, oh no? And they're like, what? You're like, this is going well. <laughs> sounds so cheesy. <laughs> no, I don't say it's got to happen again. But it's like, oh, you, you basically, you're kind of, you're almost let down that it's going so well. You know what I mean? He could have said something like that. No, but is that a move? Like, do you say that? No, I don't say that. I don't say anything. But I'm saying that there's a better way, if it's going well, a better way to say it other than I'm falling for you. Or that's I could fast. see myself falling for you. That's but good. That's too fast, that's, too. But that's okay. That I don't find anything wrong with, I think I'm falling for you. Well, what's I'm, wrong with, why is this going so well? I think it's direct. 
I think it's much better to say, this is crazy. Because I'm having fun. Like, I don't know. Because then it's like, are you not wanting to have fun? Then you're mad you're having fun? Like In a way, yes. But that's the point. No, oh, Ryan's dude. clearly used this before. Because this is really yeah. touching us. Erica, string. do you understand what I'm trying to say? I think you might. I do, but it sounds like an inside thought. It sounds like one of those things that you think and don't say out loud on date one. Yes, I'm with you on that. All right, well, listen, Steve is on the line listening to uh, all of this, Eric. I'm going to bring him in. Steve, did you say those right. words, I'm falling for you? Yeah, I, I, I knew it. I knew it as soon as it came out of my mouth that it was too soon. Can you say it for me now, how you said it to Erica? Yes. Oh, I get, I, I get back in the moment. I... I I think I'm falling for you. Is that how I said it? That's probably how I said it. It's a little much. I, I get think it, it's romantic, Steve. I don't. You know what, Erica? Just maybe it's not a match. I think you you got if you no, feel it, you say it. Don't close the Erica door here, Erica. Do you still like? Are you interested in seeing him again, or did that completely turn you off? <laughs> I mean, it didn't completely turn me off, but I, it was just yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. I, and, you know, like, to be honest with you, I kind of need to get back to work. So I would love to. <laughs> <laughs> so do you, you want to? Right on. I get it because we went off on a tangent. Erica, do you want to go out with Steve again? Um, how about this? How about this? Can you can can you just, like, text me and I promise I will answer. I won't go. Oh, um, no. Just text me and I, prom- I promise I will at least answer and we'll we'll go from there. Okay. Thank you, Erica, for coming yeah. on. Thanks, you guys. All right. Okay. Bye. Steve, it's just us. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think this is a match. I know. I we'll see. I'll text her. We'll see. I Or or, or maybe text her and don't ask her out. <sighs> okay, that's just yeah. playing games. No, he I don't think he should go out with her again. No, I don't I don't think she's the one for you either, Steve. And I think that whoever you if you feel something, you say it because I got drunk the next day after my first date with Michael and I called him and I told him I loved him. And if he would have ran for the hills, then we would not be married right now with three kids. So I just think, like, she's not the right girl for you. Why don't you text her and say, turns out I wasn't falling for you. <laughs> okay, no. now we're just being mean and petty. We don't... <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm trying to get him out of this. Just, she's not I'll, interested. I'll I'm trying to ease like, this. Play it cool. I just like, I, play it real cool, right, Ryan? Yeah, I'm not so sure that uh, I can give cool dating advice. But You're Steve, thank you and good luck. Well, you guys didn't like any of uh, my suggestions. Thank no. you and good luck, pal. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Doge Cat, into it. Yeah. 102.7, Kiss FM. All right, so have you guys heard the term dating chameleons, isn't he? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> what is it? You can never say that song right. It's a Doja Cat song. You always are what? so get awkward. Into it, yeah. Yeah, get into right, it. I'm going to play yeah. this and we'll come back. Break my soul. 102.7 Kiss FM. Beyonce and Break My Soul. Before that, Doja Cat into it. Yeah. Get into it. Yeah. <laughs> get into it. Yeah. Every well, time. It's like. It's called was, Get Into It. Yeah, but yeah. you know what? For weeks, I have let it go. <laughs> well, you can't let it go. Yeah, so it's this, about time. This it's is, about damn time. It's about damn time. Uh, get in, so, don't you get, get into it. Yeah. <laughs> How would you say yeah, it? You, there Bring was in a while, Ruby. Ruby's new. Ruby, you're new. Get you're, into it. Yeah. There was a while where he was saying. Uh, get were, it. Get it into it. Get it. Get it. Yeah. Get it. Yeah. Get it. Yeah. Get it. Get it. Yeah. 
I wish we could take all the times you've messed Fine. it up and make a take medley them, of the it. Montage. Take the montage. I have no shame. Oh take my them. God. Ruby, okay. you are new. You have no axe to grind. <laughs> what is the title of the Doja Cat song? Get into it, yeah. Right? Get That's into what it, I yeah. Get what into it, no, 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 yeah. She doesn't say. even know. What is it called? Get into it, yeah. Yeah. Get, get into, into it, it, yeah. Get, yeah. get into it, yeah. Get into it, yeah. Yeah, but I'm not gonna say it like that. I'm gonna say get into it. It was get it, get yeah, it. get it, yeah, for a while. Did I say get it? Yeah, yeah. It's like you're like get it, yeah. <laughs> get it, yeah. Honestly, it's fan. brought us like secret joy. And yeah, because I just of... couldn't hold yeah, the you laugh. Were, you were laughing. I thought, what is in my teeth? What is in my hair? What is going on with you two? Well, we'll play it again. Uh, we're, we're gonna play it again by popular sure demand. Will it's coming up uh, later? I'm looking ahead. <laughs> yeah, next hour. It's is it next hour? It's gotta be. Yeah. If not, it, it's gonna be. I'm gonna <laughs> get it in there. Just yeah. after nine thirty. Get uh, it in listen. there. Yeah, was one <laughs> too. That was it for a while. Get it in there. Yeah. Get in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't. I think you know the song speaks to me in different ways every time yeah. I play it. Now listen. Ruby with no axe to grind. <laughs> Since you're here in the studio, <sighs> I'm asking Sissy and Tanya about this term, dating chameleon. You say that your friend, Ruby, is a dating chameleon? Yeah, so basically... And, wait, let me guess. Does that mean your friend can be who his audience wants him to be or her audience wants her to be when they're out on a date? It's more like uh, you start to become the person you're dating. So, like, maybe oh. your mannerisms change, the way you oh, dress wow. changes. Is like... she a Sagittarius? <laughs> no. Or is it like if She's you start a dating a guy that, like, is really into football and you hate football, but then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I love football. Let's right. I've done that. Or, like, he dresses in all black, and then, like, she was, like, always so, like, colorful and, like, loved to, you know, um, and now she's in all black and, like, listening to a certain kind of music and, like, going to certain places. Like, she never would go before. But isn't that because she's into him? Yeah. Like, yes, dating but, chameleon versus, like, vibing. What's the difference? But I feel like it's also, like, very drastic. Like, every person, every guy she dates since, like, high school, she becomes them. Like, and it's like kinda very like, uh, drastic. Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker a little bit, right? Don't you feel a like Courtney kind of like changed a little bit when she started dating him? Right. Like that yes. comparison. Isn't that because there's a side of you they bring out? Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with it. I just saying, I, I, she was. See, I thought you know, a dating comedian was when you'd be out on a date and whatever they would say, like, oh, I love that too. Even no. if you didn't. Like, I told you that time that I was out years ago with a woman and she said she jumped out of airplanes. And I was like, ah. Oh, I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> Happy to. Never wanted to do that, but said always wanted to do that. And she said, oh, that's great. You want to go this weekend? I'm like, yeah. On the inside, no. <laughs> so we drove out to Paris Valley, and she is a skydiver without an instructor. Oh. And when it did a backflip, I had to go through a class drop to a guy jumping <laughs> out of the airplane. But you did it. Good for I you. I did it, but I was a dating chameleon in that moment. Yeah, you were. Essentially, yeah. So a little you, bit. are you frustrated by her evolution in terms of I'm your friend? I'm like more worried a little bit because like she's been this way since high school and I feel like now we're in our late 20s, almost 30 and she's, she's like find herself. Yeah. She, yeah, she has like no identity. Mm. But I don't know how to say that. To well, her. maybe she knows that, which is why she does adopt all these other identities. So that is a difficult and sensitive conversation. Do you like the guy she's dating? So-so. Like I don't really. love him, but I don't hate him. Oh. Well, that's not a great place. Yeah, we just want her to be happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So would you like for us to talk to her? What's the next step? 
Maybe. I mean, I just don't know how to bring it up. I don't want her to get like defensive or, you know, offended. I don't know how to like approach it. Uh, I think there are ways to soft pedal this where you just talk to her a little bit about, you know, I've noticed some some changes or maybe changes is a bad word, but I've noticed some, some interesting evolutions in some of the stuff you're doing. Just talk about it a little bit and see if she opens up or confides. But I think if someone's doing that, they've been doing that all their lives. They know they're doing that. Or maybe they don't. It's almost like do. a common, like it's just a natural instinct for them. I, I just wonder like if she's aware, I guess. That's also, what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't like think maybe she is aware. she's like doesn't really well, know. I think it's a, you're a good friend. You can make her aware that you're aware uh, that she needs to be aware. Like that I see a pattern. Yeah. I think that's totally cool. You're a good friend. Yeah. No. <gasps> okay. You can give her the book calling in the one because Anytime it starts with giving do the you book, own stock I, in this <laughs> what is going on with you? i actually don't at all but i should did you put crypto into this no <laughs> but no they make you do these exercises every day and one of them is identifying your own patterns so this oh. way she can discover it herself and it doesn't have to be you <laughs> that's another subtle way of doing it giving her going a book so she can discover it. <laughs> all right so Tanya's got a trending report here. So we're talking about Camila Cabello. What is, first, what is RSB? Recently single behavior. Recently single behavior. Mm -hmm. So when you go through a breakup and you start to change your, whatever you're doing. Like you cut your hair. Yeah, either you cut your hair, cut you get your hair, bangs, change your look, you, you work out. Post-cryptic social media yeah. posts. That's lyrics. RSB. Yes. Okay, then what's RSL? Okay, I'm glad you asked because I just made it up. But I'll explain to you why I gave this term to Camila Cabello and why I think it's going to become a thing because she says that she's basically after her breakup with Sean Mendez, she is not focusing on finding another relationship. So we've all been there before where like all you do is you're just focused on finding love, finding love, finding love. And then you find that person that you think you're going to spend your life with. And then that breakup happens and you're just so crushed that you just like this is why falling in love is so dangerous. Yeah, well, Camila told Cosmo UK, she said, uh, I don't put a lot of focus on it. I just really want to hang out with people. I want to make friends. If something happens, then that's really fun, but I don't put any pressure on it. Mm -hmm. And then she said this was kind of her mindset before she started dating Sean. She said, before I used to be like, yes, love. Oh my God, love. And now I'm just trying to have a good time. And so RSL is recently single lifestyle. So I think that Camila is going to be single for a while now because I think she's just going to kind of live her life. I think it's most common. You go through a breakup and then you say, I'm just going to do my thing. I'm not going to focus. I want to hang with my friends. And then they say, well, then you'll find love. Well, that doesn't always happen either when you go down that RSL path. But the, the whole, if I'm being honest, I'm starting to think the acronyms and abbreviations are really more confusing than helpful. No, RSL's bit. so cute. Recently single lifestyle. But, you know, um, no, because sometimes people break up and then just go next to the next relationship, like monkey branchers. They just go from one relationship to the next. I think I've always wanted, like, time to not be in a relationship after being in one. That's you. you don't have that time. Huh? You, oh, you're a monkey brancher. Yeah, I'm not monkey branching. Yeah, you are. Mm -hmm. Get into it, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> We've really been working on that. Huh? Yeah, he's like been saying it over and over again. What is, he has a little post on his would be going right into relationships. I don't know. Do it's, it's like you're just letting go of one and then you're swinging on to the yeah. next one to grab it. Otherwise, you'd be single for like five years and then you'd be in a relationship. Yeah. No, you don't have to be single for five years to be single after a breakup. It could be like six months or eight months mm. or a year. 
I've been single for more than a year. No, when? Before. When? It's one point. <laughs> it's <laughs> one it's like no 20, way. 2004. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. No, no, in the 2010s-ish. The 10s, that was over a decade ago. <laughs> oh, guys, <laughs> I can't keep track. You guys really wear me down. I mean, I can't keep track of decades anymore. Get into it, yeah. So have you gone into a restaurant before and thought, oh, this seems a little spooky. This seems a little haunted. Or there are restaurants that they say are haunted. For example, I'm looking at, you can know, you can text us into the show anytime to 41027. And I'm looking at uh, one text in the 818 that says, the old place in Malibu is chilling. Mm. So it's a place called the old place in Malibu. Uh, 626. For restaurants that are haunted, the old spaghetti factory in the city of Duarte. Wow. The building used to be a high school in 1903. So there's a whole world, underbelly, of haunted restaurants in Los Angeles. And you would think some some of these buildings are so historic that I feel like the Magic Castle is haunted. The Magic Castle? I don't know if it is, but I just feel like- the Hollywood Hills? Yeah. Right? That seems like the kind of place that would want it, though, right? Well, or is it magic? Well, let's bring in Ansley Lane. She's uh, on TikTok, and she posts content about these restaurants in Los Angeles and Southern California that are said to be haunted. Uh, Ansley, hi there. Nice to meet you. Hi, nice to meet you. Thanks for having me on. What a cool job you have. I know, right? It's pretty awesome. So are you obsessed with haunted places? How did this start for you? Well, I've always been into spirits and spooky stuff my whole life. But um, recently I was like, why don't I incorporate food and spooky stuff into like a show? Because I'm also a huge foodie. So I just started my TikTok in early June and it's it's been going super well. <laughs> I'm telling you, I am a fan of this generation of TikTokers that are foodie slashers. Yeah. Foodie slash, foodie slash. You know what I mean? Like foodie and now the haunt. So what is at the top of your list when it comes to places that we might have heard of in LA that are haunted? So we went to Yamashiro recently in oh. Hollywood. Yeah. Yes. It's right there next and to the that, Magic Castle. Yes, it's right next to the Magic Castle. It used to be a museum, and then it was a brothel, and then from there it was a secret casino. And so a lot of weird stuff happened there, especially during the Prohibition era. There was a, a secret basement mm. with like a bar, and it has many spirits, lots of history there that no and one really knows about. How's the food? Food's delicious. I think it's really good. I think the sushi's awesome. There's steak. Um, I, I really like it personally. Do you find it's that haunted restaurants struggle to make good food or do they not intersect? <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I don't think they intersect at all. I think a lot of the haunted places that I went to, I was surprised that the food was super good. But okay. yeah. All right. What else is on the list? I'm so fascinated by this, this haunted cool. spooky restaurants in L.A. Go ahead. Um, there's this place in downtown LA I just went to. It's called the Redwood Bar. I don't know if you've heard of it. No. But everyone, everyone in the in the bar thinks it's haunted. All the employees, all the owners. So they asked me back actually to come back and do a ghost investigation there for them. And they have a basement. They have tunnels again from the Prohibition era that are all closed off. And so I went to go down into the basement, and I felt like I was being watched at every turn. It was crazy. Um, upstairs, they have old relics. Mickey Cohen, the famous mobster, his oh. bar that he used to own, like his wooden bar is there. It's been there for such a long time. 
they have relics from shipwrecks and stuff all over the place. So just a lot of energy in there. I find this but, incredibly exciting. I know, me too. And I'm not, I'm like, I, I'm have, scared, but I'm not scared. Yeah, they have the best fish and chips in town, though. Okay, so, so there's upside. You should go but no, no one, like, runs into the ghost. These are places that they say are haunted, right? No one ever has died going to any places. No one has died, but actually, uh, Ronda Rousey, the fighter, used to yeah. work at Redwood Bar. And so the owner was telling me that one night she was she was closing up and she saw a slender like man standing in front of her at uh, the stage area. Uh. So this is a great date idea. You come up with one of these yeah. spooky haunted places to take your first date and it's great dinner fodder, isn't it? Yeah, all the spooky vibes around you. Wait, so let me ask you something, Ansley. Ansley Lane, you can see her um, at Spooky Foodie on TikTok. I'm getting texts here. You can text us to 41027. Uh, in the 323, they're saying the Edison is a great bar downtown. It used to be the old Edison Electric building, but I've heard people who work there say they hear voices late at night. What have you heard about that? You know, a lot of my followers are telling me to go to the Edison. There's another place that's like that called Clifton's Bar in downtown LA. Oh, you, did a, you did a Christmas party there, didn't you? The Tiki me? place? Is that the or Ansley? No, you, Ryan. Yeah, was that the place where we had the tropical? Yeah, the, yep. it was a tiki bar, right? Yeah, tiki bar. Look, yeah. Yep, the tiki bar is on the top floor. That's actually the most haunted bar of all four. <gasps> you so, wow, what a great See Christmas how cool party. I was before no, we knew it was cool. spooked. <laughs> yeah, we didn't know it was spooky back then. <sighs> wow. Yeah, that's a it's crazy. that's a cool. I like that bar. We had a good time there that Christmas party. Mm -hmm. Maybe the ghosts liked it. <laughs> They're like, this is, is a good there, DJ. Ansley, is there one? haunted restaurant that stands out for its haunt and its food for you? Wow. Let me think for a second. Hmm. You know what? Probably Philippe's in downtown LA. Have you have you been there before? Philippe's the sandwich dipping place? Yeah. The French dip? Yep. So the upstairs used to be like this this really weird hotel where there were ladies of the night and stuff and there's this one spirit that they all called the one upstairs which is actually a lady of the night dressed in red and a lot of employees have actually seen her walking around in a red dress and they also smell her perfume no no yeah that just gave me chills Right. And like Philippe's is my favorite place. Like I love going there for the sandwiches. The food is amazing. Yeah. When you go upstairs, it's a totally different vibe. And also I feel like for a little bit she followed me home. Oh really? And what? And then what? You're still alive. Yeah, I'm still alive. She came in your um, house. I'm very I'm very intuitive with that stuff, so I can feel when something's off and I did feel something wrong for the past like for that for the days <sighs> that afterwards. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I had to like be like, you have to leave me. So you, yeah. You what left. do you do when a spirit, you, a quote unquote, spirit follows you home? You talk to them. Lock your door. They come right <laughs> through. <laughs> they come right through. You kind of just have to say out loud, like, you're not allowed here. I'm protected. Like, get out. And they do. They do. You just have to have that energy to pass on to them that you're not this screwing is around. Fascinating. All right, for people who want more of this spooky foodie on TikTok, check her out. Thank you for coming on. Very interesting stuff. Nice to meet you, Ansley. Nice to meet you, too. Thank you for having me. Of course. Bye. 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 That's a fun date idea. Pick a haunted spot that's got good food and go. I'm down. You're way into the spirit thing, aren't you? 
I, I love spooky You were stuff. like swiveling in your own stool I really over there was. talking about this. I'm like, I'm going to keep this sheet with all the restaurants oh. on here. Oh, look what's coming up in the 50 minutes of nonstop music this hour, guys. What is it? Doja Cat. Get into it, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Right? Sure is. You've been Nick's practicing? Gonna, Nick's going to find them. He'll put it all, <laughs> all the different versions of that title that I said over the last couple weeks. He'll put it together. I love it. I can't wait. Me too. So that's like if I were at dinner with you and I tell you my teeth, you wouldn't tell me. No, we have told you. The first few times we would correct you and then you, you would- correct me and say what? And then we were just be like getting to it. So what, what, what Sisney and Tanya were laughing at earlier is that I, I guess I say that song title different ways sometimes. No, no, you said it every single different way possible. <laughs> get into you? Yes. You see, you just said it wrong again. Get into you, yeah. That's what I said. Get in, <laughs> get into it, yeah. No, and then yeah, it was, see, and then get it was into just it, yeah. Into it, yeah. Yeah, or get, get it, it yeah. get, get it, it, yeah. Get it, yeah. Get it, yeah. Get it, yeah. You think, don't you have an issue with any of those things? I think that's just, you know, me. The last one you said, I was just like, I couldn't hold it. Um, what I said last time. I don't remember, laughing. but it was so, my back. <laughs> so wrong. Get into it, yeah. Get into it, like, Say yeah. it like her, like, get into it, yeah. Can but I'm not, I like can't. That? That, would, that would not go right. Get into it, yeah. I can't say it like that. That sounded good. Get into it, yeah. That's the way. That's, it's, anyway, the song is on the way. All right. Craig. <sighs> save us. How are you? I'm I'm good, Ryan. Thank you. How are you? <laughs> We're doing well. So t- they tell me uh, you threw an engagement party, but yeah, not so in the wedding yeah, party. Yeah, What's going on? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm a little embarrassed and kind of in a pickle here. These are friends who I met in college. I consider them to be among my you know inner circle of friends. We all lived together for a few years after college, and I worked with the family through a big party. And now I just feel a little silly because I wasn't including in the wedding party. And I'm not sure, you know, do I just swallow my pride here or or do I say something if it's bothering me about it? Got to go to Sisney on this. What do you think, Sisney? A few questions for you, Craig. Um, how big sure. is the wedding party? Like how many people were asked to be in it? So they have six people in each. And on the groom side, uh, two are brothers. So okay. it's not a huge party, but... Um, and the other four, yeah, are they like... They've been friends uh, longer two- or... Two of them are friends from the same group as me, and two are from young, from from uh, growing up. So it just, I don't know, it feels uh, a little odd to be left out. And uh, but you know, trying to understand what the next step is here for me. Well, it's not like you threw the engagement party, like so that you would be asked to be a groomsman. So right, no, I don't want it to. You be know, a you did, you did it out of love and whatever, and for whatever reason. They've chosen the people they've chosen. I wouldn't try to take it personal because if you do, that's the end of the friendship. That's the thing, Craig. I feel like this is not about you and you can't really care about it so much. This is about them, their wedding, the wedding couple, and whatever they decide, they decide. And like Sisney said, once you start taking it personally, you go down into a rabbit hole. And that's Mm -hmm. just not productive. And you almost got to let it go. I have a group of eight best friends and I would have loved to have all of them in my wedding, but I had to have like my sister, my cousin, my other. And so it's like I only picked one or two girls of that group, you know, but it wasn't anything personal to any of the other ones. They're still upset about sure. it. Okay. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Good luck. Do not take it personally and do what you feel is right. But that's the thing. Once you start going, well, what about me? What about me? It's yeah. not about you. It's about them. Yeah. And that's the whole problem with weddings. It's a bad taste. I would elope. We know you will elope. No, don't be so sure. But I would have a uh, far lesser gathering if one were to be married. Are you going to invite us? Little Nas X tickets for you in one minute. There's no, there's no, nothing to invite you to. 
On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Hey, have y'all watched The Bear? Have I told y'all about that? The Bear. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, series. I'm just thinking, I'm meaning to tell you all show and just don't on me now because I know on Fridays we used to, at this time, talk about shows we're watching. So coming up at the end of the week, remind me if we do that, that uh-huh, that's the uh-huh. show you guys should watch. The Bear. The Bear. It's, What's it yeah. about? A chef. Of oh, course. I thought it was going to be about a bear. And I was just but like, there's a, yeah. it's like a Michelin chef who has to come back to run his family restaurant in Chicago because there was a death. Okay, got it. It's on Hulu. Oh, I saw the previews for this. It has the guy from Shameless. It's the guy from Shameless. Is yes. The show. Mm-hmm. He has a name. Is that him? Jeremy Allen White? Is that him? Jeremy Allen White. That's it. Mm. I do want to see this. And the episodes are 27 minutes until the last one, which is like 45. Interesting. The Bear. Bear. I'll put it on my to-do. Tanner, what's wrong with my suggestion? I just don't think it's for me. But right. you didn't even give it a chance. <laughs> what? It's okay. It's good, it's good for you. might not be good for me. Yeah, Hulu's not sweating it. Yeah. <laughs> Hulu's good. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, Tanya, speaking of you, your friend is reconciling with a toxic ex. Now, let's get into this for a second. What's happening? Okay. Uh-oh. So, I want this to be a PSA because I have found this to happen time and time again and I feel as though when you end things with somebody and then you tell all your friends every little detail your friends obviously don't like the guy you know what sure, I mean sure right yep. yeah yes so then when you go back they can't be so supportive because well, you told them all the bad stuff I stopped following Robbie I did all the things for <laughs> Tanya and then she gets back she with goes him right back and now I'm just like oh, I guess I'll follow you again <laughs> I know, like our tail tucked between our legs, yeah. not knowing what to do. Yeah, but it's like a major PSA because I'm like, especially when someone has like totally wronged you, you know what I mean? Like you think that you're dating somebody, you think you're exclusive, and then you find out they're dating other people. So is and- the issue you are trying to figure out what to say to her or are you trying to get her to stop going back to the guy or what? Well, no, I feel like I can't say anything because we're adults and like she knows, obviously. She knows how we all feel, but it was more of like I wanted to share with you guys as a PSA to everybody listening, don't tell your friends all the details unless you know it's done for good. Yeah. I because... Think- we know that. I have been on all sides of this. I think when you break up with someone, odds are you're going to get back together. Not odds. There's a shot you're going to get back with them. So just give it a beat before you download your friends on everything so that they're not <laughs> in a tough place. Yeah. <laughs> give it a second. And maybe tell them half the stuff. Right. But I would say there's got to be a six-month cooling off period before you download your friends on all the drama because when you end up back with them, they're like, uh, okay, I'll follow you again, Robbie. <laughs> it was like the end of the end of the world, you know, no. when I got the Sunday it night call. It was the end of the end oh of the world. Oh, my gosh, I can never leave my home again. We are broken <laughs> up. Cut to Napa Valley. Yeah, cut to. And a nice little summit that they had. Four underwear at his house. Okay, that was a solid two-month period, and I think I kept my mouth shut pretty well during that time. Well, we didn't know what to to do. Well, yeah, not to sister. Oh, yeah, well, (laughs) I didn't get half the details that she got. Correct. Intentionally, though, because of this, I was like, you know what? This doesn't feel over, so I'm going to... You're going to tell just one of us? (laughs) Yeah. We both have the same microphone. (laughs) Well, it all worked out in the end. Well, it's in progress. We're watching the series. We're binging it now. No, but it, this is, you know, going towards the finish line. No. What's the finish line? Or the yeah, next, finish line sounds dark. The next chapter. Yeah, don't, don't <laughs> the next chapter. What's the next chapter? I'm so curious. 
Well, her lease being up. <laughs> yeah, well, we did uncover this week that she's month to month, which is a sign yeah. that things are moving forward. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. That is going to do it for us this morning. Coming up tomorrow, Sabrina Carpenter going to join us. Her new music is coming out. First time in three years, and I'm coming out on Friday. Mm-hmm. Talk to you tomorrow here at Kiss FM. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.